Merry New Year! Hey, what's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of Longbox Presents the Cup of Price Top 10, the first top 10 of 2022, as well as the top 10 of the top 10 mm. of 2021. So sit back, relax, put on your headgear, grab a beverage, grab a snack, grab a drink, grab a smoke, dab whatever you want. We're going to be here for a minute, man. We got 20 books. We're going to talk about. So while you guys are congregating, just say the word. You know what I'm saying? starting off the new year with a bang i do believe this is is this my first show wait this is it's gotta be right sunday no no no, no sunday. sunday sunday yeah. was a letter sunday. but this oh, is the first right. cover price show of the year uh once again this show is sponsored by our good friends over at coverprice.com go to coverprice.com sign up for a two-week free trial or for the low price of what 
That's right. A McRib. You, too, can get price guides, collections, trends, movers, shakers, and the top 10 list that appears here every Tuesday, pretty much. Um, rain or shine when I'm sick, when I don't have a good internet connection. We find out a way to get this stuff <laughs> to you guys. The show is also sponsored by our friends at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSComics.com. Use discount LOTLB to get a discount on any KRS Comics exclusive. This sold out oh, yeah. super fast on Sunday. There was a special drop on Sunday. Only cover A is available. Um, the sets are are sold out. But if you want cover A, go to check it out, Clayton Crane. Tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, boys and girls, this is going to be hot. This is the first appearance of the Queen Goblin. Not to be confused with the Goblin Queen. This is a in-hook Lee variant of Amazing oh. Spider-Man number 88. Look at how sexy that is. So, um... I do believe this is the first appearance of her. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the live chat, but this isn't Madeline Pryor, the uh, Goblin Queen. This is the Queen Goblin, I do believe. So um, it's going to be hot. And it's. I have a feeling this will be appearing on um, Halloween comic covers, right? Look, we got little uh, things. So, um, mm -hmm. uh, like old lanterns. Yeah, so it's a hot variant. It's a Kairos Comics exclusive, and it's going to be a first appearance, so all those we'll see. Uh, so make sure you guys set your timers or clocks, whatever you have, for noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. It drops on KairosComics.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-O-B. You save yourself some scratch on there as well. I do believe they have some mystery boxes that are still available as well. So uh, it was a little bit slow during December, but I was talking to Chris, so we're going to be, for 2022, every Tuesday and Thursday, we're going to be dropping exclusives that drop on Kairos Comics on Wednesdays and friday so okay so this is the cover price top 10 of the week uh ending uh, january 2nd but this is also the top 10 of the top 10 meaning the top 10 books that made the top 10 lists the most weeks in a row but we're gonna just do the top 10 for this week first then we'll give you guys a little break to grab a uh, refreshment, a snack. Uh, go smoke them if you got them is what the, uh, they said back in the day. Um, and then we'll go from there. But we're going to start off with the top ten. So this is going to be a good, nice, long show. So sit back, relax, put on your headgear. We're going to give you a trip to the atmosphere. Let's start off. There's no runner-up this week, this week because simply we have 20 books to talk about. But let's get right to the top ten. What do we got for the top ten of the week ending uh January 2nd. So really, it's kind of like the last week of 2021 into the first week of 2022. What do we got for number 10? All right. At number 10, we've got Sleepwalker. Number one, originally published in 1991 from Marvel Comics. Well, as we head into 2022, we didn't expect to ever see Sleepwalker on the top 10 and runner-up list this time last year, did we? Yet, here he is on the list for five weeks in a row. As previously noted, there have been rumors of Marvel developing a Sleepwalker project supported with the character appearing in the Hasbro Marvel Legends series, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness action figure line. With no official word, this still feels like a gamble, though collectors are picking these up with the belief that where there's smoke, there may be fire. This week, it sold 38 copies with a seven-day trend of 94% and a high sale of $420 for a CGC 9.8. You know, I have two of these. I'm disappointed, though. They have ticks galore, man. They're nowhere mm. near 9.8. Uh, I mean, 
we've been kind of talking about this book for a long time now, and they've been dollar bin books for the longest time. So, um, you know, you know, I'm not tooting our own horns, but you guys should have had a copy if you've been watching this show, man, or at least 10 copies. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, what's interesting, $420 for a 9.8. Holy cow. And I like, I think someone in the chat said earlier, they saw one up for about 600. That was actually Dakota North number one. Oh, Dakota North. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, if that news ever drops, if that ever MCU just comes out and say we're doing Boom. Dakota North, I'm you dropping win. the mic. You win. And I, Retire. I'm, walking, I'm walking into the sunset. <laughs> I'm giving. I'm yep. giving the. I'm giving like the channel Dave Dark Side Jedi and, and Nemesis Prime, and they're gonna just do whatever they want with it. I'm just gonna retire off of my twenty. Ah, we're gonna get strippers. We're gonna go crazy. All right, have fun. With <laughs> it. All right, so number ten on the list for the week ending is Sleepwalker number one. What do we got for number nine? Ooh, how about this one? We got Amazing Spider-Man number 365 from Marvel Comics back in 1992. So some books can't be shaken off the top 10 list. And like Spider-Man himself, this book is still sticking to the list. Ha ha. Ah. Uh, This first appearance of Miguel O'Hara, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099, via a preview of Spider-Man 2099 number one, is showing no signs of slowing down. It sold 32 copies with a seven-day uptrend of 121% and a high sale, $440 and a CGC 9.8. I found one Spider-Man books always stick it on this list. I've been going through my books all weekend trying to get something together for CGC and I found one. I'm so happy and it looks like a 9-8 contender, maybe 9-6. You and I both waited too long. CGC announced that they were raising the prices on the grade. I know, so, uh, son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Another couple. Of, that's twice in six months, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully it, they're, it'll be, you know, it's for a cost of getting faster. I'm raising my prices on my books. How's that it, sound? Tell me yeah, it's for yeah. better quality control because I just did a CGC unboxing where I unboxed a spawn with a Fantastic Four label yeah. on it. My my theory is anytime that um, um, CDC hires new graders, wait uh, six months after that for them to work out all the kinks. Because um, the last time that happened to me, I had to get uh, and I did a video about it on my old channel where I had some books and I actually submitted them to get regraded. And they came back to the, what the original what, what they were were they were slabbed uh, copies that I had CDC crack and submit because Claremont, they cracked it there on site at WonderCon for Chris Claremont to sign, and it came back a grade lower. Um, and uh, and I went and I posted it on social media, and somebody from actually CDC messaged me, a private message on Facebook, and said, "Hey, you know, um, you know, send it back, and you can ask for a regrade." What happens is a senior grader will look at it. Uh, and I think it's either for free or five dollars, and they'll tell you if you know if there was any mistakes made. And this normally happens when they have new graders come aboard. So you know, uh, you know, very rarely do I say it can't happen, but sometimes there are glaring uh, things. But I'm gonna do a video real soon of comic books that I'm submitting. It's been it's been a minute, and I rarely mm-hmm. ever submit moderns, but I got a good 20, 30 moderns that I want to submit, um, including first miles. First Thrawn and some first some Spider Gwens and some other stuff that I keep on seeing hot that I need to get up my ass. That's my sub- New Year's resolution is to uh, dig through my lawn boxes and see what I can submit because uh, and then I'm throwing up on hell yeah eBay yeah. and on my slabs. No, nah, forget eBay. I've Fuck done, eBay forever. I've done man. really. I I don't use eBay except for like. For, uh, for well, raw raw books, raw, right? raw books. Yeah, yeah, not graded graded books. My slabs all day long. Yep. 
And right before the promo, you you and Justin tell about the uh, success you guys have had with. Uh, I, I will, but I want to say there's a there's a first Aquaman, a more fun comic seventy three up for sale on my slabs right now, for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars or best offer. Boom! So All four go, of us let's pitch in twenty five k each. Let's do it. Mm. Let's do it. We can share it like quarterly. We can mail it to each other. There you there yeah, go. Right. More like flip that motherfucker. All right. All right. Number nine. Listen, Amazing Spider-Man number 365 from 1992. What do we got for number eight? Wow. I haven't seen this book pop yeah, up on this here is in a, a minute. cool book. New Avengers number seven. And with Spider-Man No Way Home way back in good old 2021, speculation is now ramping up and focusing on the next MCU release, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. These are rumors that this next film will either introduce Marvel's Illuminati or hint at their existence by introducing some of the key members. Their first appearance is in this issue, helping it move 33 copies with a seven-day trend of 129% and a high sale of 300 bucks for a CGC 9.8. There is a variant for this too, and I do have the variant, not this one. Yeah, I have the variant as well. Um, and um, if you watch last Sunday's, yes, Sunday's Letters from the Long Box, Mikey Sutton actually dropped a scoop in regards to that, that you will see uh, perhaps Professor Xavier and some other people from. And there's a lot of rumors that Namor is going to appear and they're putting two and two together because of the Gargantus gargantos or whatever his name is first first appeared in a namor comic and there was a toy that was released i'm telling you the littlest little thing the the littlest little little thing like a toy or something like that a movie poster and that's all it takes to set off the market it's it's really amazing how the market has been so we go from new avengers number seven to another one that was on the list a while ago that's popped its bed head back up on here it's back Ghost Rider, issue number 28, originally published in 1992. Now, this book has been hot for a while now. However, strong rumors of Norman Reedus, cast as Ghost Rider, have reignited the Midnight Sun's first cameo appearance. Ghost Rider's first appearance in 1972's Marvel Spotlight, issue 5, is already costly. This is a much more affordable, low-hanging fruit, with 28 copies sold, a seven-day trend of... 190 percent up 190 and a high sale of 199 for a cgc 9.8 what i'm hearing from our man mikey son that this is a done deal that norman reed is what is indeed uh, offered the role and to me i think it's perfect i mean he rides a motorcycle in real life he has that show on amc where he kind of rides around a motorcycle i i think <laughs> you know a lot of people are like poo-pooing on his cast i think he'd do great you know what i mean um you know he's kind of kind of brooding you know kind of serious you know and i but i'd love to see him per you know i'd love to see all the ghosts kind of like what they did with no way home let's see all this let's bring back nicholas cage let's bring back robbie reyes let's bring back all the ghost riders because there's a rich deep history um with the mantle of ghost rider why not right that would be so dope mm-hmm. to have all the ghost riders but uh you know there's also speculation that day hey, midnight sends are coming and we've talked about it quite a while on this show alone so number seven on the list is ghost rider number 28 from 1992 and remember boys and girls pop it free from that bag it doesn't make it worth any more value with it in the bag but it actually you know, might make it less valuable because it could right, corner ding way are... easier exactly and you and think it's protected on the center right that that funky same thing with the models yep. in the center Yep. All right. So what do we got for number six? 
Well, we got another Spider-Man book. What? Uh, Spider-Man 2099, number one from Marvel Comics back in 1992. Once again, this first Spider-Man 2099 ongoing series returns to the list as it continues its upward trajectory with a massive 72 copies sold. It's crazy to see a book that's littered dollar bins for almost three decades to see such a boost in sales like having it now. It's a seven-day uptrend of 92% and a high sale of $250 for that CGC 9.8. Yeah, and, and this was a, a big print run too, and it's amazing. We were, I mean, we talk about this every time this book is on this list, but when uh, Spider-Man Into the Multi, uh, um, Into the Spider-Verse came out, books didn't really pop. Like Miles didn't really pop, right? I mean, mm -hmm. but now, you know, people as animated series are much are you know people are buying books. I mean, look at the What If series and what it did for certain uh, characters that were appearing in that and. Uh, and if, if, you know, according to that Into the Multiverse of Madness trailer at the end of No Way Home, that is the version of Dr. St or st uh, the evil Dr. Sorcerer that we saw at the end. What if appear in that trailer? So that's kind of amazing. But uh, for number six, Spider-Man 2099 from num 1992. This book is uh, just popped up out of nowhere. What do you got for number five? Yeah, go back to 1972 and pull this out of a bin. Hulk number 156. Rumors are swirling that Bill Murray will play the obscure character Krylar in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. This character is from a planet called Kai. Kai, I assume, uh, in the microverse, and it is his first and only Marvel appearance. This is a new trend where even the most minor appearances are causing large jumps in prices, which sold 19 copies that had a seven-day uptrend of 373% and a high sale of 150 bucks for a near-mint raw copy. Wow, we Bill just Murray bought in this the MCU, book. yeah. <laughs> I just bought this book, and not for this reason. This is one of my birthday books. Oh, sweet. Oh, it's month and year or just well, happy month, birthday month to you. And, month and year, yeah. Yeah, so for those who don't know, this actually started on YouTube uh, about f six years ago. Um, I forgot what channel did it, but they they were talking about post, you know, post a book of the month and year you were born in. Fortunately for me, July 1971 wasn't a good wasn't a good month for comic books, man. There's not many bangers, and then I also feel bad for people like you know, there's major grails that came out in the month of day or uh, the month and year of their birth. So uh, it's still a cool thing, man. Uh, as a as a birthday as a uh, birthday book. I don't think many people post about that anymore. It's just it's just the evolution of social media when we used to have be able to tag people on YouTube videos and you would see it, but now there's just so many YouTube channels. You know, unless somebody says, "Hey, man, you were just tagging this video, post your top fifty, whatever," you'll never know. You know, and you know, it's that's why Instagram, you know, kind of took over from YouTube. You know, because you can tag people and everything, uh, and now it's come to the annoyance where you tag somebody and it ends up in your private messages. Yeah, that's stupid. But, that uh, is so annoying. Why are they doing that? <laughs> I will show you a way to not do that, guys. Uh, if you tag people, tag it in your comments. In other words, as you're, you know, where you leave your comments on in Instagram, yeah. just go at, and they won't get a private message. But if you uh, tag them in the picture, it'll show up as a private message. So I try to do the at in the uh, thing. Um, but obviously, it's more work, but, you know, hey, 
don't blow up people's DMs. My DMs now are, it's ridiculous. It's its like, you know, <laughs> it's like, man, it's crazy. At first, I was like, oh, they tagged me. And I said, wait a second, what's this? All right. Incredible Hulk number 156. If you think Bill Murray is not Mephisto and playing this character, there's been a few words like, actually, Bill Murray is Mephisto is kind of perfect in my mind. You know what I mean? Think so? I mean, I would think Bill Murray in, in Thor, uh, would have been a better thing, but you know, Ant Man is a still a comedic series. But imagine like him, Taika Waititi, if he were to play some weird cosmic character in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Um, that would have been amazing. Um, by the way, um, there's new rumors that the uh, that actor that was shown in the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three poster is actually the High Evolutionary. So yeah, yeah, go go my nine four. All mm -hmm. right, uh, what do we got for number four? All right, at number four, we've got Star Wars Tales of the Jedi, issue number one, originally published in 1993 from Dark Horse. Returning to the list this week, this issue features the first appearance of Ulic Queldroma and Kay Queldroma. However, per comicbook.com, new details have emerged that Lucasfilm could be developing another animated project in the form of Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Images have surfaced online featuring the gift given to employees of Lucasfilm with its packaging featuring the logos of projects that the studio has been developing this year. Other sources ran with this and helped move 71 copies online with a seven-day trend of up 182% and a high sale of $300 for a CGC 9.8. Wow. I'm telling you. Star Wars comic book spec and Justin can speak to this is at an all time high and good for that because now the universe is so expanded with all the Disney Plus shows that are, you know, I keep on telling you, Dave Filoni has taken what used to be called uh, Legacy, was it Legacy or Legends? I forgot Legends. what the Legends, right? The basically the stuff that was Dark Horse and everything that came before the Disney purchase. When Disney purchased um, um, Lucas or Star Wars, they basically said everything going forward from now on is canon. So that's when you get the, pre, you know, when the, the new films and all that stuff. But then when Filoni did The Mandalorian, he plucked characters out of the EU, mainly uh, Thrawn, you know, is mm -hmm. definitely mm -hmm. a character never talked about. I mean, you can talk, the Clone Wars talked about Osaka Tano, those characters, but he really went deep into the Mandalorian. Now we're seeing that with the book of Boba Fett, which, ooh, tonight at midnight, I get something yeah, to watch, awesome. but I'm not yeah. asleep by now. So right. a little tidbit just before we get off this subject, there is a gold variant where the Tales of the Jedi is in like a gold foil. Um, oh, that's so right. look, yeah, look for that those. one too. I wonder and another little already. tidbit, uh, when JB used to do his YouTube auctions, I purchased this for like two bucks off of him. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> JB awesome. is secretly whispering, <laughs> you bastard. All right. You've, well, you've hey, Lisa kept it in the family, right? Come on. That's right. Keep right. it in the so, family. That's all So good. number four on the list, Star Wars, Tales of the Jedi, number one from Dark Horse Comics from 1993. Wow. We haven't seen. This book is always a fun book to have on here. Yeah, what is this, man? Miracle Man, number one from Eclipse Comics back in 1985. So, of course, if you picked up Marvel's Timeless number one, we, uh, which was immensely hot last week. Uh, however, Marvel's teaser image of the Miracle Man logo with the caption, How Will Miracle Man Affect the Future of Marvel Universe? sent collectors racing online to pick up this first Alan Moore issue. Many fans compare this to the mixed reviews of uh, Doomsday Clock series by DC. Regardless, buyers raced online to pick up a copy of Miracle Man number one with 52 copies sold, a seven-day uptrend of 257%, and a high sale of $90 for a CGC 9.6. Yeah. 
That's uh, this is one of those weird books that has a real tangled history of things. Because you know, Alan Moore obviously is very protective of his IP, and he created this mm -hmm. for Eclipse Comics. And then Marvel eventually, um, I'm trying to think, three or four years ago, they did a Miracle Man or Mr. Miracle, not Mr. Miracle, but they did a, a kind of reboot a Miracle Man uh, into mm -hmm. the into the Marvel comics. Uh, and then you know Alan Moore, uh, you know Alan Moore is always like you know. I hate anybody who tries to do my stuff. I hate people who do my films. I hate everything. You know what I mean? It's He's just that curmudgeon type. Yeah. So I'd be curious how uh, Miracle Man is done. I'm at back, I'm at, you know, I think I have this as well. And I also have the uh, first appearance in the MCU when, he, when they um, reboot, or how do I say, Injected him to the uh, into the into the Marvel. Miracled him. He, they miracled him. And they yeah, they miracle whipped him up. All right. So number three on the list is Miracle Man. Number one from Eclipse, Eclipse Comics from 1985. What do we got for number two? Well, this is straight. Wow, what a cover! This is Strange Academy number fourteen uh, from 2021. This issue features the first appearance of Gaslamp, a dark magician who grants wishes, and with wish good wish comes consequences this new villain has seen significant traction in our runner-up list over the past several weeks however it had a massive surge in sales this week with 117 copies sold and a seven-day uptick 148 percent and a high sale of 25 bucks for a raw copy of this bad boy 98 will be hard on this one with that black cover Oof. right yeah i have both this serious. and the variant yeah it's a dope oh, 90s cover, vibes i love ramos art yeah, um, like I said, this Strange Academy is coming. Just you know, you know, if you believe me or don't believe me, but Strange Academy is coming. I mean, it's the perfect mix of kind of you know sorcery, the Harry Potter, young school. I mean, to the point where I think there's a Titans Academy book on D for DC now, isn't there? Yep. Yes, there is. Yeah. Why not? Oh, as I bur oh I burped and said <laughs> talked at the same time. But all right. So yeah. number one. So remember, don't go away because after this number one, we're gonna go over the top ten of the top ten of two thousand and twenty one. What it the but what? for the what is the number one for the week ending <clears throat> January second? Why wow, I never would have suspected this one. Craig, timeless issue number one, the Humberto Ramos Miss Minutes variant. This book just came out, and aside from the big build-up to the return of Miracle Man, this introduction of Miss Minutes from Disney Plus's Loki into the Marvel comic universe via the cover made this the hottest book of the week with 186 copies sold, a seven-day trend of up 384%, and a high sale of $56 for a raw copy. I've long speculated now that the new trend will be because um, since Disney Plus is so expanding so much and creating new characters that haven't been in the comics before, especially mm -hmm. if you think about Star Wars, do you what do you think is going to happen when the first appearance of Grogu shows up in in a Star Wars comic? It's going to uh, be it's going to be massive. Still, I'm still waiting for Fennec Shen to show up. Still not well, the, the man. Yeah, the Mandalorian hasn't shown up yet either, right? It's, well, there's, yeah, that too because they haven't really yeah, gotten to that point, but. Yeah, they're supposed to though. There was they they have it planned. So uh, I'm just saying it's gonna be blowing up. Um, speaking of blowing up, uh, that is the top ten. We are gonna look at the top ten of the top ten. Uh, but first, uh, we're gonna hit a message from our friends at My Slabs. Justin and Ryan have been killing it with sales on My Slabs recently. And then we're gonna play a little music hey. to give you guys a little break to go and do what you got to do. And then uh, we'll be back. Yeah, what's up? Tiva, we have a, a ten out of ten perfect score in the chat. From James. 
He doesn't know. Unbelievable. I don't. That's Go unbelievable. Home. He's an inside James, trader. King of the Golden State scored a perfect <laughs> These are easy 10 books. out of. He's got to go before Congress with in that the bullshit. First part of the show. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm pretty sure I, I have about. Uh, I had eight out of ten. Uh, I had six. I actually, okay. actually, I have more of the second list coming up. Believe it or not. So, uh, uh, tired of playing ten percent? Why not join the one percent revolution and uh, and uh, I think Ryan, how much did you end up paying? What one two percent plus three and a half percent? One no one percent plus three and a half four and a half percent total, yeah. but only one percent to my slabs. Yeah, there so is a one percent buyer. There is a one percent buyer fee and a one percent seller fee. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. In a world where everyone had a Merry Christmas, the time is now. Lady Style, aka the Busy Girl. Sure, Merry Christmas and a happy McRib. That'll probably be the last time we play that um, this year. <laughs> uh, look at that. I changed here. I moved myself back. Uh, yeah. So now, boys and girls, we're going to go over the top 10 books from the top 10 list, meaning the books that made the most, the top 10 list the most of the, the year. most appearances Perfect. on the list. Correct. So meaning uh, weeks or, you know, the many times it appeared per week. So this is the top 10 of the top 10 of 2021. How gotcha. do you like them apples? So that's big. Love them. That's big. That's good. That's and good. then uh, Thursday, we're going to have the biggest shakers of the year. So you don't want to miss out. So Ooh. what? Are we, uh, so let's kick it off with uh, number 10. And uh, you guys didn't even know that this is going to be some fancy graphics. Look at this. Patel. Whoa. Mm. We just had this book. That's oh, nice. a twofer. All right. It, it, 
would it be we start all over again yep. so yeah yeah you? same list all right here we go spider-man 2099 issue number one originally published in 1992 now appearing in our top 10 four times in 21 the spider-man into the spider-verse teaser trailer suddenly turned this into a modern must-have before this trailer 2099 was a fan favorite version of spider-man with deep nostalgia for those that grew up reading comics in the early 90s this first Spider-Man 2099 ongoing series isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Number 10. Yeah, man. So it appeared enough on the list to be number 10 on the list. And it appeared rather late on the list, if I recall, because it, it was, got it was really... Late. It was because of the uh, in across the Spider Verse trailer when we got to see uh, Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. I can't wait for that movie to come out, man. If it does come out, uh, I was looking forward to Morbius. That just got put by fucking yeah, four months. Oh man, yeah, they but, were like not January but March, April. It was I was like, ready to buy my tickets. Yeah. Didn't this character make an appearance in the end credit scene? Yeah, he did. It was a hilarious end credit scene. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was a fun. So and I, and people didn't go all bad shit crazy bit, no. then. I don't, don't remember this me. book getting don't all just crazy then. Yeah, well, Yet, you know. Now we get a teaser trailer. Yeah, but that was like back in 2019. Again. No one cared. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody was really didn't hit yet. Yeah, it didn't cause Miles Morales book to bump. It didn't cause Spider Gwen. I mean, it did cause a little bump in the price of like Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir. Um, if you remember those those first issues, so uh, I mean, but with the trailer, we saw a Spider Man India jumping price, a Spider Punk uh, jumping price, prices, so, baby. Yeah, it's, it's a whole new world of collecting. Yes, All right, so is. number 10 on the top 10 books of the top 10 list for 2021 is Spider-Man 2099, number one. Wow, we haven't seen this book on here for a while, yeah. but it was it was on our list for quite there a while. There. Yeah, it was. What do we got for number nine? Man, oh man, oh man. X-Men number four from Marvel Comics in 1992. While many of the, ne- the Marvel's content rumors of 2021 turned out to be Accurate, the speculated MCU introduction of Omega Red and Mephisto were the two biggest misfires of the year, so much so that both are now running jokes. The comic community was so into this book that landed in the top 10 four times last year. Omega Red didn't appear in the Falcon Winter Soldier nor WandaVision, though collectors are still buying into this book. Though it did drop half its value from a high of $500 for a CGC 9.8 to its current fair market value of $180. Damn. Fun fact, wow. this is the number two book in our users' collections with a whopping 1,927 copies. Wow. Interesting Good info. Lord. That is a That's lot. I mean, yeah, there were some weird rumors that, you know, he would appear in Black Widow simply because, you know, Omega Red is Russian, you know, and there's, you know, mm. but and, and I still people are still holding out hope. It's kind of like, you know, um, Moon Knight, like five years ago, people were just buying him up like it's going to come, it's going to come, it's going to come. And then boom, it comes. And now it's like the book is just in another atmosphere. So number nine on the top 10 uh, books of 2021 is X-Men number four, some dope uh, cover art. Look at this, another Spider-Man book, and it was on our top 10 as well. Number it's eight. It's a hot one. It's a hot one. Amazing Spider-Man 365. And regardless of whether or not you like first appearances via previews, CGC notates this as the first appearance of Miguel O'Hara, a.k.a. Spider-Man 2099. This has helped it land on our top 10 five times last year. It also uh, is Cover Price's fifth most collected book on their collections with 1,812 copies on the list. That's pretty awesome, too. 
Yeah, so that's another thing about if you haven't used cover price before that you can add books to your collection. And, you know, in that way, it's almost like a CGG census where cover price can, you know, can pull that data to see, you know, um, you know, like the CG census, you know, just because a book is great, it doesn't mean it's in the census. You have to add it into your, uh, to a set for it to show up in the census. So uh, we had to do a, I had to do a deep dig on that to really research to find out what the difference between the two were. So just because it's graded, doesn't automatically add it to the census, although there is an overall number, but do have to create a set and then add it yourself for it to be in the census. Uh, so number eight on the top 10 books on the top 10 of 2021, it's Amazing Spider-Man 365 from 1992. And another one from our top 10 list. Another duplicate, Ghost Rider, issue number 28. Now this issue features the first cameo appearance of the Midnight Suns via a future premonition. Now, throughout 2021, loose rumors speculation that a Danny Catch-led Midnight Suns is in development for Disney Plus helped keep this issue trending and land on the top 10 five times. As you'll see, it returned to this week's top 10, and with rumors around Norman Reedus potentially taking the reins as Ghost Rider. Yeah, I mean, everybody's priced out of, um, you know, Marvel Spotlight number five, the first appearance of Ghost Rider. So you got to start looking at those other books, you know, second appearances, first team appearances, things of that nature. So, you know, other maybe Robbie Reyes, Danny Ketch, you know, all the different uh, Ghost Rider iterations. But I'm pretty sure all of them are up. I mean, this is one of those things where even though there have been Ghost Rider films in the past, I mean, people have been waiting for their casting, just like Moon Knight. People were waiting for that casting, you know, when the Ghost Rider gets, gets announced, I mean, you know, because there's probably a cult following of the, I mean, the movies, you know, in the weird way with Nicolas Cage playing, uh, Ghost, you know, I mean, the first movie is watchable, uh, but the other two, there's, wait, or there's three, there's two of them, right? Like the sequel is damn near unwatchable. I think it was, <laughs> it was filmed in Russia. I meant it was God awful. So but bad. The, one of the coolest scenes in the first movie was Ghost Rider riding up the building and Ghost Rider riding off into the sunset with the original Ghost Rider who said, I only got a little power I left. Let me ride out with you. And I was thinking to myself, wait a second, why don't you just save that and help him fight the... Uh, anyway, that's just... <laughs> it was a cool visual to see the uh, Ghost Rider and his flame and his and his horse, his demonic horse on fire. That was a dope, dope scene played by the same uh, Sam Elliott, I do believe, which is always any cowboy movie, especially like Tombstone, put Sam Elliott in it, boom, and perfect casting. I think his name is <laughs> Sam, Sam, Sam Elliott, right? Yeah, is that his name? Uh-huh. Yeah, great actor, great. Uh, any any Western you put him in, I'm down. Um, I was watching Tombstone uh, uh, during uh, the holidays again, I, like twice in a row. Um, well, not in a row, like on different days. Like I watched it, and then I was telling one lady, I said, you got to watch this with me because, you know, I'll be your Huckleberry, one of the greatest lines <laughs> ever. Val Kilmer. What's weird about and as I digress here, what's weird about it, it's this Hollywood thing where – they will make the same movie twice in a year. Um, there was two tornado films. Mm-hmm. There was two like uh, uh, um, uh, meteor films, Armageddon and the other one. And there was two uh, Wyatt Earp films. One was called Tombstone and the other one was with Kevin Costner as Wyatt Earp. And that was not a bad film, but man, that took for, it was a long ass movie because it talked about like, before his days from Tombstone, whereas the Tombstone movie takes place as they're coming to Tombstone. Both great Westerns. I'm a sucker for Western. Hollywood needs to make more Westerns, and uh, Marvel will be making Westerns. Anyway, so number seven on the list is Ghost Rider, number 28 from 1992. What do we got for number six? 
uh, I think the oldest book on our list, Eternals number one from Marvel Comics back in 1976. So one of the most anticipated movies of 2021 was Marvel's The Eternals appearing on Disney Plus next week. This anticipation helped drive steady sales of their first appearance in this issue all year long, landing on the top 10 six times. It specifically had a surge in sales the week prior to release and then plunged in value upon release and was one of the first post-COVID Marvel projects to see such a sharp drop in its fair market value. Yet, there's still plenty of long-term potential as the Marvel continues to develop these characters in their cinematic universe. I, I can't wait for it to appear in Disney Plus. I will watch it again. I and I'm I can't wait. you know yep. I was entertained by the film. You know, I mean it was people complain that Marvel is so formulaic and everything is the same and they finally make something different with the Eternals and then people hated it. It's like I you know, to me, I mean, you know, it was uh, it was a great story intertwined with legends and myth of earth and history and all that good stuff. If you're a, if you're a history myth, mythos thing, I shout out to Otto and the mythos. If you're a, if you're a history nerd, you'll, you'll appreciate it because all the characters kind of are based on real life or, you know, people's different religions, uh, legends and mythologies, you know, mm -hmm. all the characters like Gilgamesh and all those characters. So it's, it's pretty cool, man. I, do, at least I enjoyed it. Do we know when this is due to hit Disney plus? Yeah, next uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, next soon. Wednesday? Uh, the 12th. Awesome. Yep, the 12th. Yeah. Shang-Chi is already on there, so uh, get this. Hopefully hopefully it does a 4K. Uh, or uh, yeah, yeah. They, oh, that IMAX. They, no, the, the IMAX one. I watched the Shang-Chi in IMAX, and it was dope on uh, on Disney+. Plus. So uh, I go watch Shang-Chi over and over again. I still love that flick. That's a cool movie. All right, number six on the year, uh, number six on the top 10 of, top 10 of 2021 <laughs> is Eternals, number one. And uh, you know what? It's no shocking this book is on here. <laughs> well, Spawn number one, baby. And really what's left to say about this book. It has a massive print run. Uh, content seems still a ways away. And still Spawn is one of the most beloved modern comic characters driven by nostalgia and McFarlane fans. Since the dawn of cover price, this particular issue has been the best-selling comic of all comics. So much so that it landed on the top 10 six times in 2021. 30 years later, Spawn is the most popular character we can track. To support this, Spawn number one is the number one book on our users' collections with a total of 2,724 books. Yeah, I remember sporadically throughout the year, this book would just pop up, you know, I mean, without any kind of concrete news that a fucking movie is even close to being made. Um, you know, I mean, you know, so the history, uh, I mean, if you wanted the cinematic history, so Todd McFarlane says, I want to write and direct Spawn by myself. Okay, fine. I want to write and direct Spawn number one for a budget of $10 million. What? <laughs> then he said... Well, Spawn is not going to really appear. He'll be a presence to it. What? And then I and then I do believe uh, Bloomhouse, the one that does all the horror films, were signed on to produce it. And then Todd McFarlane said, "I just realized writing a movie is harder than I thought it was." So now then finding they're they're finding a new screenplay and new director uh, since Bloomhouse is like, look, you know. $10 million may not seem like a lot, but we don't want the film to flop, you know, so right. let us find it. So, but I'm sure when it comes out, but man, there's a big blood here. I mean, Bloodshot movie came out. I mean, Spawn definitely has a bigger following than Bloodshot, but you know, um, I remember when Spawn number one came out or Spawn the movie came out and the, and the collector market was not, not even a 
decimal point as as it is now. Like the Spawn movie came out, people didn't go go out and buy Spawn number one. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And you know, probably for a reason. <laughs> movie was put it as the movie was good for its time because we didn't have anything. All right, comics girls, weren't cool then, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, in comic book movies, I mean, we basically had Batman films, we had Superman, and we had yet to have. Um, Sony do Spider-Man yet? I mean, mm-hmm. Spawn. I think maybe Blade had been out yet, but it wasn't really a comic yeah, book X-Men. movie per se. Yeah, yeah I nothing. think it was. It wasn't even. It was prior to X-Men, but it was so odd that I mean, just a ma- there's just the popularity of Image Comics that they could get a movie done, and um, you know, in that time. And I would say, if you're a big fan of Spawn, Spawn, go check out the HBO series. That is a better representation of Spawn than the actual uh, theatrical version that came out with that. Um, I, the CGI was just not ready yet for that Spawn and his crazy-ass cape that was falling all over the place, man. But number five, Spawn number one from 1992. I this thought be... The Violator was great. Uh, Leguizamo yeah. did a great job John with that Leguizamo, one. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mabogia, is that his name? <laughs> Mabel- yeah. Mabogia mm-hmm. is such a weird name, man. All right, number five on the Spawn number one. This book should be no surprise either with the uh, show that just recently finished. Right. Next up, we've got Hawkeye issue number one. Now, the Hawkeye Disney Plus series moved all sorts of key issues. However, this first solo Kate Bishop series was affordable and easy to find, giving her first solo series very steady sales with a sharp incline of value. It landed on the top 10 six times. While the fair market values have settled with Disney Plus's completion of Hawkeye, Kate Bishop's story is just beginning. Yeah, the I mean, first I, one on the I, list you know, I don't have. Yeah, <laughs> I just rewatched have, it this week. This is the best show. I don't care, hands down. If, yeah, other than that it. absolute terrible end credit scene, this is a perfect show. Yeah, the musical. I agree with you. <laughs> oh end god, that musical! So, musical I couldn't watch it again. It was too cringeworthy. And every yeah. scene that Yelena Belova was in, she stole it. She stole. She's the, hilarious. Stole the scene. Do you want she some of awesome. this macaroni and cheese? It's good. You should try it. Very good. good. <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't do a Russian accent like uh, my man over Pressable Defects, but I tried to do it. I am Nick the Brick. I'm a figure skater from Russia. I do very well. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So uh, number four on the list is Hawkeye number one. I meant. Uh, I, so I guess maybe people are priced out of you know Young Young, young Avengers number one, right? Since the first appearance mm-hmm. of Katie Bishop, but not the first appearance of her as Hawkeye. So we shall see. All right. Number four on the list for the big uh, top 10 books of 2010 is Hawkeye number one. Wow. This series was on so long ago, I forget that this you know this book was hot for a minute. <laughs> Another Disney Plus show. So uh, Captain America number 25 from Marvel Comics in 19, uh, 2014. As you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier became Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Spoiler alert. Following Avengers Endgame, the biggest question asked was whether or not Falcon would take the Captain America mantle after being handed the shield by elderly Steve Rogers. Actor Anthony Mackie did a fantastic job debunking the rumors for years, which created a yo-yo effect in value for this, this key issue where Falcon officially becomes Captain America. With its official confirmation at the end of the Disney Plus series, values of this book soared and helped make it on this list six times in 2021. Wow. That I is amazing. Yeah, I think I think I got one too. I mean, we should I see the what happens. Print, actually, Ooh. yeah, Nine that's 20. a fun one. My uh, my boy, uh, my boy Edwin, I worked with up in Stanford Hospital when I was uh, uh, up there working as a uh, contractor. You guys remember when I was uh, we weren't we had to suspend the shows because I was traveling yeah. up to the Bay Area for work. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Edwin, um, I sat right next to him, and you know. 
I didn't tell him, you know, I don't go announce to people, yo, check out my YouTube channel. And then one day, <laughs> you know, and me and Ed, and me and Edwin, I knew he was a combo geek because, you know, he had like toys on his desk and everything. We sat right next to each other. And one day he just like uh, pulls up the video. He goes, is this you, man? <laughs> I go, yeah, man, that's me. He goes, oh, okay. I say, yeah, all right. So uh, shout out to my man, Edwin. Happy New Year, Amano. Uh, that happened to me at my current job as well, where, um, you know, we were on a, we were on a, um, team's meeting call, you know, and before, you know, before everybody joined, he goes, uh, so, uh, Hey man, is this book specking? Is this worth specking? <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, yeah. And then, and then I, and then I saw him at, uh, at the Yorba Linda show. Uh, so I was like, oh yeah. And then he's part of some YouTube groups, but it's like, you know, don't be announced it. I never put it this way. Even on casual Friday, I don't go to work wearing like Lords and Longbox stuff. You know what I mean? It's I think like, what know. the people want to know though, is did you wear the cloak to the zoom call? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. This is not my normal setup for Zoom calls. I, I that's downstairs. You know what I mean? Because uh, like, a, if I were to do a job interview online, they just went behind me. <laughs> Funny story. Before we get to number two, um, so at during Christmas, my little brother and his girlfriend came over, and um, his uh, his girlfriend, they have their family gets together on a Zoom call to do a um, that Christmas exchange thing, like a white elephant, right? And she goes, "Well, I'm just gonna do it on my phone." I said. Why don't you go use my desk? I have a professional setup. I have a microphone. I got. She goes, all right. And then uh, she joined in. Her rest of her family goes, oh my god, are you are you broadcasting from a podcast? Because <laughs> she had like the lights, she had the microphone and everything. So uh, she was the best. Uh, she had the oh, best yeah. setup in her family that year. So that's all nice. I say. So all right, oh, so I got three. Can I do a real quick story on this too. During sure. COVID, I had a court date, and I had to do it here. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine my setup behind me. I got comics, I got Funko Pops, and I got it looks like yeah, it looks like a studio down here. And I'm just oh like, my God. there uh, are yes, some sir, I did blow that traffic light. Um <laughs> Dude, you're lucky you got to go to traffic court online. Uh sh shit. <laughs> Uh, but imagine like uh, you, you've seen those funny stories about Zoom calls where people forget to change your name. And one guy was that like, happened. you know that happened. It was like one that guy, guy had like CNN a, was got caught jerking off. Oh my God! No, there was another one. Story? Yeah, there was another one where um, this guy, his 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 daughter had put a cat filter on him. So every time yeah, he's talking to the judge, so he goes, he goes, I, I swear to off. you, he goes, I swear to you, Your Honor, I am not a cat. And he goes, well, he goes, yeah, oh cat filter. Ah, uh, we will look back at 2021, 2020. It's just comedy. People will not even realize what happened. All right, so number three on the list is Captain America, number twenty-five. All right, number two. Wow. Well, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You will know that this book has been on the list. Ultimate Fallout number four. In 2020, Miles Morales went from a fan favorite character to, let's face it, a modern day grail character. Sales skyrocketed in such an incredible way that we had never seen for a modern character pre-COVID. This fervor has extended into 2021. Miles' market value continues to increase with help from the teaser trailer for Spider-Man into the universe, or I'm sorry, into the Spider-Verse, and many references in and around No Way Home. Miles' bright future will be no different in 2022. 
Yeah, and I and I think the reference from No Way Home is when Electro says, "Yeah, oh, man, can I, we get a Black I, Spider Man? Come on!" Yeah, and one of the funniest yeah. lines Jamie Fox has, he goes, "Yeah, I'm going." He goes, "Yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm butt ass naked." <laughs> 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 that was uh, such a good movie. Thank man. God Jamie Fox got to like uh, redo his character because they were like they were like saying, "Man, he doesn't." Because remember, they made him look like super nerdy as as Electro, you know, with a messed yeah. up fro and some glasses and like buck teeth, and then but now he's like faded up, looking like you know, looking like Jamie Fox, looking all you know like regular but so this is how book this how hot this book was or this character was at the end of 2021 we also did a under year review and it was it was deemed the summer of miles morales and punchline but uh, mm-hmm. who has survived that <laughs> is looks like miles has survived that uh, poor punchline kind of fell to the wayside but if you remember in 2021 punchline was all the rage. Same with Miles Morales. That was when uh, we were seeing some really questionable prices from the Marvel Previews book, I do believe, right? Is that the... Yes, that, is that, the, that was that's the BS the, book yeah. of the year, I think. Yeah, Marvel Previews, opinion. what is it, 98 or 95. something like that? And I, it was 95. going for, I want to say 20000 or 15000 or was it more? It was, it was something. It was, I sold it was mine. Some, I had a 9.6. I sold it for just over 4K. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I have two raws that are part of the collection, are part of the set that I need to. I have two raw this, I have two raw Thrawns, and I have some other raws that I need to. I have those Hawkeye, uh, the Kate Bishop books. I have the first uh, video. Tivo. We need a yeah. video of all this. I'm gonna do a video. I, get, as soon as I sort through all my stuff, I'm gonna do all the books that I, I'm I'm gonna submit. So first, now, okay, Tivo, you submit to CGC or CBCS now. CGC, I don't do C. Why do I do second best? Shit, come on now. To get back to the hey guys, to get back to the polybag situation with this book, take it out of the polybag again. It, yeah. The only reason I have a 9.6 on this book is because I left it in the goddamn polybag. Yep. Lesson yeah, learned. Mine were in poly, but my, That's to be a honest thousands with you, of dollar mistake right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, my two will not probably be nine eights. I, I could only wish for nine fours, but you know, it's time to grade them, you know, uh, and perhaps go on my slabs and sell them. Oh. I, was play, I was just about to play the thing. Again. There's some right. solid books on my slabs. Again, play it again. So, uh, when it, you know, why I played the my slabs uh, promo here, I want you guys to guess what the top 10 top 10 of the books was because i think this will be a surprise to a lot of you yeah let's just, get some guesses in the chat yeah, yeah in the live chat i'll give you guys a good 60 seconds may i play another mix but i mean just because you kind of got an idea use process of elimination if you i mean a lot of you guys are our friends of the channel and you guys watch the show a lot so you kind of seen what books have shown up on here a lot i think this book is a surprise i i didn't think it would be this book um mm-hmm. uh you know but uh leave your guesses in the live chat and if you uh, nail it then uh we'll mail you out a marvel no prize how's that sound <laughs> so i'll give you guys 60 seconds here and uh in the meantime why don't you uh listen to some music uh what have we got a long mix here you know what um let me house it up for you guys man with some armin van helden good two minutes for you to guess
I don't think anybody guessed it. Yes, they uh, did. There's Juggy two people. There's two, two people. Right. Two people they got that. it. Benny Blanco. Yeah. Can you right. believe well, that? Shout, no uh, uh, shout out to Apollo Crews, uh, WWE uh, wrestler. Are you still a WWE, nice. Apollo? All right, mom, well, friend of the channel. Thank you for uh, checking in. Just got a check mark so you know he's legit. Um, so yeah, a lot of good guesses, but you guys were a lot of you guys are way off, man. But uh, I highlighted some of the ones that were close. What is number one of the top ten of the top ten of two thousand twenty one? Number one is the nice house on the lake. All right, now James Tinney in the fourth scorching hot boom series. Something is killing the children and images. Department of Truth created high anticipation for this DC horror release. It sold so well and consistently that it stayed on the top 10 for nine weeks in 2021, making it the number one book of the year for cover prices best of 2021's top 10. Yeah. And I think Kieran Marsh is the first, the first one, one correct. to say it. So congrats to you. Uh, we'll send a Marvel Monroe prize out your way. Just uh, don't send us your information. It'll just reach you magically because that's uh, the power of the Marvel No prize. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nice house on a lake. I would When I saw this, I was like, no way. You know, what's interesting, a, a mission, omission from here is the other books. Like something is – you would have think something is killing the children would have made the list too, right? Mm. Uh, I would have thought Eniac. Like a oh, bad Department, idea of, Department of Truth as well. Uh, some great guesses in there. But, uh, yeah. Uh, who would have thunk? What a crazy nine long year. times. It is nine times on the Beautiful. list. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. So that's actually 
Mr. Cruz with the check mark up in our chat. That's freaking yeah. Awesome, if you have man. a check mark next to your name on and on YouTube, that means you're a verified account, That's similar awesome. to uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter. So shout out to Apollo Cruz, uh, WWE nice. wrestler, who is a big comic book fan himself. We should have him on the show one time, and maybe he can do some. Yeah. Uh, maybe he can do a live show and come with us and body slam us or something. Just throw, you know, <laughs> off the top rope. Meet you at right one there. of the conventions you're going to be at since you're hitting All the road right. next year, right? Yeah, so there we go, man. Well, right, right in a one hour, not bad at all, man. So, uh, uh, JB, any last words? You know, yes. This chat is the best chat in all of YouTube. Shout out to every single one of you who are hanging out with us, consistently supporting this channel on Tuesdays, on Thursdays for the Shaker Show, on Sundays. You guys are the best. Shout out to you. Hope you had a fantastic holiday and New Year. You're the best. That's it. Speaking of check marks, Justin, any last words? Uh, yeah, uh, 2022 starting off awesome year so far. Cover price show. Uh, please check out the latest episode of the Comic Con podcast, episode 51, just dropped last week. And then this Friday, Nemesis underscore Prime, whatnot sale Friday night, slinging slabs. So, all I got slinging slabs nice. with Nemesis Prime, Dark Side nice. Jedi. Any last words? I just want to say we're four days into 2022, and so far, so good. Knock on wood, okay, everybody? Let's have a good year, and uh, thanks for joining us for our first cover price show of 2022. I can't wait yep. to get to Thursday, man. Let's see what the top 10 of Thursday is. Man, that'll be a fun My one. Yeah. New Year's resolution is to get more books slabbed and all, because I yes. have a bunch of stuff to have to go through, maybe do some comic. I have Because I... Believe it or not, I still collect comics. I just don't do haul videos anymore. It's just so it's so time consuming. It's just like you know, and I'm tired already. But I'm gonna start oh, try posting more on Instagram. Uh, me so too. You guys Over the weekend, I went through a, half of my books to get book you know cherry pick stuff I want to get graded. And so far, I have a short box and a half of books ready for grading. So it'll be a fun year, ladies chat. and gentlemen. Somebody said in the live chat, January 18th is the cutoff date before they, uh, yep. they raise the prices on the price. How much uh, would it cost to ship an entire short box? Justin knows. Uh, so I just shipped 66 Star Wars books to CGC. Uh -huh, okay. 66. Ah. And uh, it cost me like $51. For That's shipping. not bad. That's not bad and at all. From New Jersey to Florida cost me 51 And that was without yeah. insurance. Uh, with insurance, I forgot what it was. But just priority yeah. mail was 51 Okay. Yeah, and if you I, do I the priority it weighed, mail. It, weighed, um, yeah. it was 16 pounds. Okay. Yeah. All right. Figure. But just be careful when you pack that many. You oh, want yeah. Them no, to get I, I probably you know won't do that many. I'll probably do half of a long box, to be yeah. honest. And, and you got to get impressed, too, somewhere. right? Are you going to press them uh, Well, actually, there's a stack of... Uh, KRS books that I don't think need pressing. I'm just going to send yeah, those here, direct. Here's a little, oh, by the way, before I leave, um, this is dropping tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific to noon Eastern. This is the first appearance of Queen Goblin, uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 88, the in-hook leave variant. Use discount code LOTLB to save yourself some McRib money. It drops tomorrow, so set your alarms. Um, a little tidbit, KRS Comics presses all their books before they send them out. So you guys get the very best of the best. When Ryan was there, we actually, it, so. yeah. When Ryan, we and Ryan were there, we actually saw the press there. And um, Jose presses all the books out because if you see the boxes that these comics come in, they they they, they kind of have a natural curve to them the way mm. they're shipped. So Jose presses every book you guys get that that uh, is from KRS Comics. So you got that going too. 
Uh, I guess Ryan just is just going to show us books. everything. I'm here. just showing some fun books that I'm sending off. Yeah, oh, oh friends. Super friends. Right. nice. All right. Like for the modern right. You should do a video and post it on the Lord's channel. I'm going to. Books that you're going to submit. All right. There you go, boys and girls. So a happy new year, and we will see you Thursday for another giant shakers of the year show this is going to be big this is going to be some big boy books uh i doubt james gonna go uh 20 for 20 on that one james <laughs> but congratulations king king of golden said all you get the rest of you have a happy new year's and we will see you thursday for the shakers end of the year show as well as the shakers of the week and sunday we'll be back with letters and long box with mikey sutton with some more cannonballs and scoops so uh please give support to the channel like sub subscribe and all that good stuff or thumbs down whatever thumbs or thumbs it or thumbs down but don't do anything till next time boys and girls keep digging in the long boxes peace out oops hold on whoops hold on oh, what? i was like what? Well, I, need, where, I need my outro, i almost man. got I naked got... you guys jesus don't forget we had a good uh, time don't forget you had a good time. Peace out, everybody. Now let's do this. Rewind, silly town. Come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Jump, 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 jump. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage?